Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come In At Night. Boy, oh boy. Mostly. Uh, before we get into the episode or anything, um, first off, happy holidays. I uh, hope you're having a good holidays, good and safe holiday season. Secondly, thank you so much for listening. Go to all your web zones. Uh, go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. All that good stuff. Give us a follow. Tell us about your friends. It would really make our holidays better if you did. So Yes. I uh, really appreciate all you guys that listen and for the new viewers. Uh, welcome. So... I don't think we have any other housekeeping other than that. So. Nah, that's it. Uh, let's get into it, because I really want to talk about this movie. Yes, we, um, um, we have much to share. Yes. Leo Fong, our man, our, our guy, <laughs> holy shit, wrote and like produced this movie. Yes. Um, he did not direct it, um, but it is a repeat offender. Well, it's, it, I mean, it's him and uh, the guy who directed Kill Point are back they're back the duo is back um we actually liked kill point um for not the same reason i feel like i don't think kill point was extremely stupid but it was still somehow less stupid you know well yes because there there is a lot that happens and it's called low blow Yes, the movie's um, called Low Blow. Now, why is it called what Low Blow and the poster has nothing to do with it? I don't know. Okay? I'm not going to try and explain it. Because you can't put Leo Fong on a movie poster. Why? Well, look at him. He's the... He's look the, at him. He's the hero. That, that If you put that man on a movie poster, that is not going to sell VHSs. What, are you saying that Leo Fong is not a, a, a eligible bachelor? Listen. I mean, you don't have to be young to be a bachelor. Um, but well, I mean, like, but like, I mean, the ideal, like, you know, looking like yes, people would be falling over him. You know, there's a couple things here. A couple things there. Well, um, you know, we often have on this podcast like action uncles. Yes, Leo Fong. I looked it up before we watched this. Was fifty eight when this was made so he's not even an action uncle anymore he's just an action grandpa action grandpa um and you, second of all you know what i'm here for that though look elderly representation whatever i am here for it um everyone can do it now the other thing is usually with action movies yeah there's that thing where like especially if you're a guy you know you watch these movies and you just get juiced and there's that there's like that thing of like oh i I want to be cool like James Bond. Well, you, like you get excited yeah. watching certain scenes and the, the adrenaline starts yeah. pumping and you you get really into it, right? There's also but there's also a certain like thing of like, oh, I want to be like James Bond. I want to be like Dirty Harry or something. Um yeah. your action heroes. Nobody is going to watch this movie and say, "I want to be like Leo Fong." I don't movie. know. In my 30s, I can comfortably say. I think you could comfortably say you are more, you are less of a fucking degenerate. Well, yes. Than Leo Fong's character. Like, sure, I want to be Bond and Indiana Jones and, you know, all these actors. Anybody. I want to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. I want to be, you know, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Whatever. I... <laughs> Leo Fong. I think we could all say comfortably... That we'd like to be Leo Fawn when we're 60. Sure. I would still no, know I mean, how to... No, pro- no, But even when I'm 60, because Will... this is probably the schlubby... Oh, sorry. Go ahead and I was going to say, I hope when I'm, in, when I'm 60, I hope I can park my car better. This is has to be the schlubbiest, grimiest, like, just degenerate fucking, like, hero I have s- probably ever seen. I think ever. Like, I think it takes the cake of ever. I'm going to um, say ever. Usually, I don't usually a, say, like, ever. In a, in, for, for a not parody, serious action movie. Yes. I have not seen. This, this man is an absolute fucking, like, heathen to society. And this is our hero. So, so I do like, though, that, you know, for the opening of our movie... I like that they they watched um, Sudden Impact, you know, the Dirty Harry movie. 
where in the beginning of that movie, I think they watched a lot of Dirty Harry before I, I making think they this took the movie. word dirty a bit wrong though. Yeah. Well, yeah they took it too true. literal. Um, but in the beginning of Sudden Impact, he stops a robbery in a coffee shop and he says the, you know, famous go ahead make my day line in that movie. Well, see, this movie has make my ham sandwich. No, he just, Walk said, my hand sandwich ready? And then, <laughs> We should also get the elephant out of the room. Mentioning, audio? Mentioning that scene. The big, the biggest problem with this movie is, is the audio mixing. Is horrible. Because they use the same fucking sound, like the same like three or four songs. All and they the just blare it while these actors are trying to speak their lines and you can barely hear well you can hear some of them but then others you can't and then sometimes you can hear them but then sometimes you can't and it's like there's too much going on at, at every point where it's just like the dialogue just gets lost in the sauce well it's even worse because especially any scenes where there are like a lot of people talking or they're outdoors you can't hear a goddamn thing absolutely nothing it's like they like brought in all the ambient noise like they had one microphone and they couldn't like adr any no. of the lines they're just like fuck it let's go and you know there's a there's a robbery in this like diner and apparently <laughs> you make my ham sandwich ordered a ham sandwich at some point now this is going to be kind of a rambler i'm not going to go oh, no, sequentially no. Yeah. there's no way um we'll just talk about scenes that we loved uh, because, scenes that amused us um holy shit joy. this movie has like, a lot going on mm-hmm. um let me just briefly go over the plot mm-hmm. so we have a private detective he got he was a cop he got kicked off the force for helping people. in the first two minutes of the movie <laughs> i just I, I love how he's like but i help people and they're like give your badge and gun because you know in dirty harry he fights with the superiors and except- well there was never that scene you know where dirty harry says like well when you see a naked man chasing a woman down an alley yeah. with a like a butcher knife you don't stop and ask uh, if he's collecting for the yeah. Red cross or something yeah it's like there's no scenes like that where, no. where we're like he's a good guy because this but movie- maybe <laughs> because the whole point of dirty harry is he crosses the line right like yeah. he, but he's a good person well he wants to protect people above the law he also um unlike somebody in this unlike the main character in this movie <laughs> dirty harry follows well he follows the law but like he he kind of like blurs the line right because well, in terms of punishing because well because he'll do whatever it takes yeah. to help people yeah that's the whole point of dirty harry yeah um because he has like a, a, a mark because he's not a corrupt cop and he blurs the line between what he's supposed to do for civilians yes that's the whole point and then you get this. but but <laughs> our guy does not do that. Uh, no, 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 not at he all. He is a degenerate fuck uh, and does not give a shit about anything or probably anyone. No. I mean, he cares about one person, and that's like his secretary. Yeah. Sort of. But, but he, he's like, he's this grimy, dirty, like, there's scenes of like his office, and there's just fucking dirt and grime and boxers and fucking it looks like a fucking pack rats room but anyway so we get this private detective now um he has been um hired to find this woman this guy's daughter this rich guy's daughter and she has joined a cult and so what the whole idea that and i know the plot sounds simple but i trust me it's not no um, so what he does is he decides to infiltrate the cult, finds out where she is, and is making a plan to go save her. Yes. So that's our plot. Private Eye finds the girl. She's in a cult. He has to infiltrate the cult. Yes. That 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 is the plot. Uh-huh. Um, but so much happens in this movie. So much garbage. Like that is so unimportant, but so fucking entertaining. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, I don't even know. They threw the whole fucking book at this movie mm-hmm. and we're just like, let's just fucking do it. So yeah, in the beginning, you know, they're robbing this fucking place and he's like waiting for his ham sandwich. So he just walks across the street from his, is it the police station? I guess it's the police station. I don't know. And, and then... So he's he walks in and he just says, "Is my ham sandwich ready?" And he beats up these guys and he then shoot them. he shoots them. Oh yeah, no, he shoots them. Yeah, because he's just like one of them's like asking for money. He's like, "Okay, here's your money." He just shoots them. 
he shoots all of them and then he just stands up and he just says hey forget the sandwich but then we also get a scene where Leaves. he's like sitting in a restaurant and he sees a woman getting mugged that's after he gets fired and right but we're not i mean we're not going like i'm not going sequentially yeah. but like but that these yeah. are like the i we get an idea of how how he helps people because he also stops two guys from robbing an old woman of her purse yeah i love it he's, and we he's, see he's the... sitting in a restaurant eating like chicken feet soup and there's like a woman making like weird faces at him and then and he know, like winks at her and he and then you hear like then the music kicks in and you hear like help help and he beats up these two guys and gives her back your verse but okay so we also have to mention these two guys show up a lot in this movie um two At guys least, that, that, like three more times yeah, yeah that rob so they're reoccurring dumb characters they're like yes. a comedic relief characters uh, yes um even though the whole movie is fucking hilarious they these are them. supposed to be the like comedic relief to they, this very serious they, movie they decided to do this yes um so they show up drunk to like everything yes um so anyway basically our guy this is showing that our guy is like he's a good guy he likes to protect citizens mm -hmm. apparently but he doesn't like to clean up his fucking office or he doesn't pay his bills pay his bills or park correctly or there's a, well, you know respect okay. any sort of fucking like decorum you talk about running jokes um there is a constant thing of his junk car not starting and he just smacks it with a crowbar yeah. There's a constant thing of every time he parks, he, he crashes into something. He crashes into something because every time because after he mugs the uh, well after he like stops the mug the muggers, he goes back to his car and there's a ticket and he just like just, and you see his he just doesn't get, care yeah you see him get ticketed like three more times yeah because I mean the next scene is basically he's well so we. <laughs> And by starting his car, he, like, he starts to, tries to start his car, but then, like, just, like, gets out, pops the hood, and, like, Smacks it. bangs on it a little bit, and then gets back in his car, and it starts. So, he drives away. We we get a scene where he's talking to this guy um, about his daughter. He's like, okay, I need my daughter back. She She's supposed to be at the university, and she's not there. She hasn't been there for weeks. And we get like a scene of like him, the university calling him and being like, oh, well, she's not here, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter because, I mean, it's like you barely see this guy. He's basically there to like be like the money pig and yes. just like <laughs> just give Leo Fong more money so he can fund uh, going and infiltrating the... <laughs> the cult we also get okay. some we also get some scenes of the cult so should we see her joining the cult um and, and, and i think she again because the audio is so horrible I, i'm pretty sure she basically signs all of her possessions over to them right and they know well so uh karma who's the the main baddie you'll yes. we'll, we'll get to um well, like the baddie, um, because pretty much the cult leader turns out to like spoiler alert, he's not like evil, really. I guess. I guess I don't know. They don't really go into it, to be honest. Um, they don't really, I don't really understand what this cult does at all. They grow asparagus, yeah, they grow asparagus and have a hospital that magically it's like it's the, a magic hospital, it, it's like the, it's like the TARDIS in Doctor Who or like, yeah. um, like those tents in Harry Potter. When you like go into them, they become huge. Literally, <laughs> um, because that's literally what happens at the end of the movie. But anyway, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so, so we see them like plowing dirt, and they get like sermons while they're plowing dirt. She goes on a long speech. It lasts and... forever. And there's like, well, and I will say the the actor who played this woman, yeah. Karma, is like, I don't know why she decided well. to like be like the best actor in the entire movie, but she just decided to show up and be like, okay, this is a really fucking awful like B movie. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. Well, going along with that and, you know, I mean, fuck, fuck going chronologically, but at the near the end of the movie, there's a scene where she starts crying yeah she's like actual tears and you're just like watching this and you're like you are shedding tears for, for low a low blow, blow. <laughs> like okay 
I just, I don't really understand. I don't know why she did it, but she's actually like the, her line delivery is good. Like she's the best actor in this entire movie. She loves candy. Well, yeah, yeah, that's her whole thing. She's like the villain and remember in like Dirty Harry and like James Bond, you have to, your villain has to have a quirk, has to have like a little, a little thing they do, right? You know? So so what is low blow? So what does low blow do? The villain eats candy, little like peeps. Yeah, there's multiple scenes. She of eats. Her... She eats like marshmallows, and she even asks Leo Fong's character that if she if she, he indulges, and she starts sucking and then on it. There's also a scene. Remember where she hands the guy's daughter. She's like. So at a certain point, they like she passes out and she's in the hospital. She passes out because it's too hot. She um, gets like heat yeah. stroke, um, and so the villain hands her a little marshmallow and then walks away. For nothing happens in that scene. No, nothing. Not like she nothing. Throws it away. Yeah, she just throws it away, all like dejected and like a little toddler. Like, um, well, that's the other thing. So the the main guy is a guy called like. Yara Kunda or something. So the shit. main cult leader, yeah. Yeah. And Karma's like controlling everything. She has like he's a blind, I guess. Well, I he is supposed to be blind. We never confirm that because they never say it. You need confirmation. She points a fucking gun at him and he has no idea what's happening. Well yeah. But I mean, so okay. Um she's basically controlling everything and he has no idea it's happening. Because he's all peace and love and she's He's all trying to run this cult. Not peace and love but if you're thinking that there's an angle that she has like she's there i don't know what it is because they don't really say it i think she just wants to control the security force and like is using the cult be to get her like what she wants yeah but but what i don't that know is, is beyond i don't know what she's getting from it but no she idea. clearly likes to control people oh i know what she's getting from it free candy well because we even get a scene where they kind of explain why she's there right she by a professor just ran- Leo Fung just randomly walks in on a fucking lecture yeah. about cults and they're talking they just happen to be talking about them. <laughs> this is how this movie works. They just happen to be talking about the cult and they're saying like, Okay, well, Karma got out and she got out of prison and she went to this guy and is influencing him and now they're running a cult and they're growing asparagus and they have a, a magic hospital. No, they don't say that, but like I wish. they basically say like karma's bad. Yeah. You know because reasons. Because reasons, she got out of prison, she's controlling the whole thing. I do like though that our uh, our main cult leader, he basically he spends the entire there is not a single point in the movie where he is standing up. No, he sits down in every single scene. And looks like he's about to pass out. And Karma always looks annoyed when he's talking. But, that, I mean, that's the part point. of the movie. That's the whole point of the movie. The, the point of but the I do, scenes. But I do love the riveting scene where he's giving the most um, bored out of his mind speech. And Karma keeps, like, he says a line. And she repeats it through a fucking bullhorn. A loudspeaker. <laughs> So, okay. Just, just for like two minutes. It just keeps going and going. And there's one guy at the fucking cult who I guess he decided, you know what? I don't want to plow dirt fields anymore. Remember? <laughs> yeah. So he just tries to run and they like tackle him. And then imprison him. Now, I will say some of the stunt work is okay, decent. Yeah. I'm not going to say Leo Fong did the best job, but at least he's on screen doing his own stunts. This 58-year-old like, man is on there. He's not like Tom Cruise up there where he can do like all this like m- no we- fantastic shit. <laughs> but like he tries, okay? He's there. He's, he's on camera. Grandpa Leo's on camera. He's okay. on camera. He's doing his own stunts. He is, he, he is not phoning it in. I do. I am very baffled, though. I'm very baffled at the fact that they they made this movie and it's they made the most unlikable, lame, pathetic hero imaginable. I think we also need to talk about the main like chunk of like the second act, Mm -hmm. which is recruiting the the fucking like arsenal to invade the 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 cult leader well it's like it's so weird because it jumps around so fucking much because like 
there would be scenes where he just says like who is that i need to talk to him yeah. and then it like goes nowhere well because you're watching this thing and you know it's like okay him he's gonna infiltrate this cult, <laughs> and then there is a boxing match well because he, he's at the boxing match and he's and some dude has he he wins at the boxing match and then he fights all these fucking uncles but it's basically just like leo fong's character watches all these dudes fight people yeah and just is interested in them and then comes up with the most fucking hair-brained fucking scheme to get them all together that i've ever seen in a movie hell there's also that one part where he's in like a and this is after he like you know quote-unquote infiltrates the cult for the first time but he goes to to like a there's like all these fucking dudes gambling and then he's like where's fuzzy and someone's like oh fuzzy's over there he's been losing all day and it's this really like big guy and he fights someone and like that's the scene well we also get like a random scene where a guy fighting a bunch of people in a bar and like he gets i still don't get the point of that scene i think nothing happens that guy that guy doesn't join the team and there yeah but it's another scene where just like a guy just beats up a bunch of people sure and yeah and then so he he puts an ad in the newspaper well i think we should let's do we have to just to go to chronologically let's talk about the first time he infiltrates the the krishna temple and figures out that he needs more help sure he well he goes there and you know <laughs> he says she, he's a writer yeah she offers him to suck on a candy well and they immediately know that he's not a writer because they look up his like plates i guess and like i don't even i don't fucking even remember i how don't know that. how they figure out that he's a private eye but they do yeah um they know so they're mm-hmm. leading him on and they're like giving him a tour of the they're like oh we go to asparagus over there there's the kindergarten there's the fucking hospital and then they um, knock him out and stuff him in the room with the other prisoner. So they come up with this fucking oh, scheme where they're lighting the... Tra- There's like a trash can just randomly in the room. With paper. And they have matches because I guess the guys didn't like take away the matches for some reason. So, <laughs> so their idea is to pretend there's a fire in the room. So they light the, they light the paper in the trash can. They, it's like one of those doors with like the sliding views. Yeah. And so he holds it up to the sliding view thing and he's like, there's a fire, there's a fire. And the guy opens it and it just looks like, like tiny little flames. Mm-hmm. And so they open the door, they beat him up and they run away and they run away. That's how he gets out of the, but there's two, there's too many guards mm-hmm. for, for one Leo Fong. Okay. Yes. So he needs a team. So but he now... was already, it kind of, if you think about it, he was already putting that team together in his head. Well, yeah, because you again, you see like a bunch of scenes of him just watching people yeah. fight each other. Yes, for even before this, yeah, because you're just like, why the fuck is he just watching people and saying like, I need to talk to no, him? No, I listen. I called it. I was like, I mean, it's great. He's I, gonna build a team. It's hilarious because none of the the action scenes, none of them are very. Like you said, exciting. Like, this doesn't really pump your adrenaline. No, it's it's kind of just it's, it's kind of just lame and stupid and funny. It is hilarious, and that's probably why this movie is so fucking entertaining. Um, it's because it is just funny. It is just so fucking stupid to watch. Um, but yeah, you know they escape from the fucking compound. Yeah, there so is they're... really quickly there is that there is that moment at some point after they escape when a bunch of them go to like his house. And it's like a fucking abandoned crack house. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? Is, yeah. Well, this is one of the most unhinged this fucking, scene like, scenes is in one an of the, action movie. This is one of those scenes where you just watch this and you're just like, wh- I don't know what emotion I'm supposed <laughs> to be feeling. Because they go to his, like, abandoned shitty crack house. <laughs> and he he beats them up in the most, like, well, he like gentle he like, he like basically hides in this wooded like this like lean to yeah and fucking like just sneak attacks him basically hangs one of them up. very gently one of them he throws in a pile of puppies yeah one of them i wakes can't up... make this shit up he actually does that yes one of them wakes up surrounded by puppies and you're just like <laughs> am i supposed to laugh am i supposed to be like shocked what am i what am <laughs> like, i feeling like low blow what do you want me to feel right now and 
and and he yeah he messes with all of them in the most gentle ways and then finally they're leaving and they get in their car and he opens the fucking hood and pulls out some <laughs> wires and like, and just, waves like it dangles him. them in front ah. of him and now okay oh so God. here's the direction i think that they gave leo fong right Leo Fong's like, I really want to destroy a car in this movie. He's like, you know those rage rooms? Yeah, that's like Leo Fong's like, okay, we have this, we have this car. Can I please, 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 please destroy this car? Always want to do this. And the director's like, fine, whatever. And they're like, fine, just set up a tripod, start filming, and let him do his thing. So he grabs a two by four, and starts. He breaks all the windows. I just love how happy Leo Fong looks. The whole time he's doing this, the fucking idiots are just in the car. They're just sitting there, cowering. They're like doing anything. Yeah. Half the time they're just like sitting. Like you could just see them just like sitting still. Yeah, they're just. (laughs) As he's just like shattering windows and fucking. So he shatters all the windows and like you know the 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 side mirrors and all that shit. And then he takes a fucking saw. I literally, I almost, I almost had a flash, like, high tension. And I was like, oh, my the, God. What the fuck is he going to do? Imagine, yeah. Um, imagine if he just fucking, like, rammed it through the fucking windshield. Nah. The tone of this scene is um much more gentle <laughs> oh, than high it, tension. It's 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 pretty gleeful because, like, yes. Leo Fong's, like, smiling the entire time. Well, so he starts sawing through it, and, like, admittedly, like, you do see them in the car as he's sawing through it. Well, and at certain points, you don't. Like, I mean, when he's actually, like, sawing the side of the mm-hmm. car where, like, the actors could get hurt. Yeah. Obviously, they're not in the car, and yeah. it looks really weird because it's just an empty car that he's sawing. At least like, that corner of it. He's, like, sawing the top of it off. Mm-hmm. And they're just still sitting there. They're not doing anything. Well, he saws it all off, and then he takes off the top, and then they run away. Yeah. And then he just stands there, and that's the end of the scene. You know what? <laughs> at, least, you even at, le- at least Leo Fong had fun. Yes, okay. <laughs> he, had, he had a lot of fun doing that scene, and so would I. It looked like a lot of fun. That's insane. But, of course, I have to mention, they this movie is all about safety, okay? Because right before he gets the radio sock, he puts on the safety goggles. Look, I mean, I get it. Because I was like, is he actually going to saw this fucking car up? Oh, okay. Yes, he is. But so he he puts an ad in the paper. Yes. So this is so this is like after he's like watched all these guys fight. um, You're kind of figuring like maybe he's going to try and recruit these people. You don't know how because this movie has a way of just like subverting all your fucking expectations. Well, that's the funny thing, right? So he puts an ad in the paper for a tough, like a tough guy showdown. Yeah. And uh, and I guess he just knew that if he put an ad in the paper, that all the dudes would sign up for it. Well, it was like a strongman competition, and the reward was $25,000. Yes. And I'm just like, this guy can't even pay his fucking bills. Where There's literally scenes of bills piling up yeah. well like he he like there's literally a scene where his secretary says he has two bounce checks and he's just like yeah, and he just throws them in the trash yes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like the most degenerate fuck i've ever seen and so he puts out a strongman competition for twenty five thousand dollars now they never explain where the fuck he gets the twenty five thousand dollars i think it's like an advance from the we were guessing it's like an advance from the I girl's father. Yes. Um, but they also, I think in that meeting, they say something because there's a meeting of the minds where they're like figuring out how to infiltrate the cult. Well, that's after. Yeah. But he's like, but at a certain point they discuss that like they'll get, now. they'll get paid after. Yeah. Because he hasn't paid anyone from the strongman yeah. competition. Surprise, surprise. Shocking. Um, so yeah, so he, <laughs> you think this like strongman competition is going to be like held in like the the fighting ring at like the gym or something not. or like it's, this is low blow i <laughs> it, it it goes it below his, the belt it could have been his fucking basement for all i know well i had no idea where they're like i was like okay strongman competition where the fuck are they gonna put this on it's just a f- <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It looks it's like, like it's a fucking like an excavated ditch. It literally looks like they found like a a like a house that was being constructed with a basement, and they just filmed there before the the, the fucking construction crew showed. Because all the strong men that are competing yeah. are just like standing at the edge of this, yeah. like the pit like a, a pit and they're just jumping in one by one to like fight each other there's like no rhyme or reason yeah. to the fighters they just have like a one-on-one battles and he hires a bunch of them including a woman and um well you know, he's this fucking team so yeah but like there's like ninjas there's oh, like there's a guy in a karate gi there's two like flubby guys and our two drunk guys show up, and they get their ass, and they kicked. get pushed into the uh, the pit by Leo Fong, and they fight the strong woman. Um, she kicks the he, she kicks their asses, and I was like, okay, well, he clearly has to hire her because she's kicked two people's asses, and he does. Well, she's and she's like fucking like everyone in this movie except for Leo Fong is like jacked as fuck. Uh, Leo Fong and the um the big dude fuzzy fuzzy who but at least um, fuzzy has like some like muscles he's like kind of fit kind of fat kind of well, thing he i mean he looks like he's like seven feet tall so there is that too yeah but yeah it's just you know he hires all these dudes and they fucking infiltrate by so, getting on a little fucking inflatable so yeah their plan is to go on <laughs> there's like a river next to this <laughs> for some reason i mean i don't know like this compound at all like there, there's no rhyme or reason to the layout of this compound no. at all. They don't even try oh, because there's like a break. like a weird ravine behind it. It's like a it's like a irrigation canal. So they get because these... they just filmed it on a fucking like abandoned farm. So they shove four people onto a two person raft, and the other two are on the other one. <laughs> and they, they get one raft, okay? Yeah, and so they they go down the river. Um, or the sorry the irrigation ditch and they fucking <laughs> oh god so they infiltrate this um this cult place and, and they, uh, they 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 i mean look good lord this fucking scene like this sequence where they're infiltrating they kill everybody is they're like sneaking up on guards and it's we we mentioned this if you've ever played like an aspire and espionage game or like a like a like or even a first person shooter and you've gone to like the easiest setting and the NPCs are just fucking like the stupidest fucking people on the planet. Like you can like literally walk up to mm-hmm. him and like kill one guy and the other guy doesn't respond at all. Yeah. That's, that's how this is mm-hmm. because they kill people like right in front of other people and they don't react at all. No one cares. <laughs> and they're like shooting people and no one cares the fucking big guy like he tumbles over one of the watchtowers like but the- Leo Fong oh my god there's a part there's the part where he goes in the fucking hospital okay so this is the this is the the important part because Leo Fong's going to rescue the woman while they're all like fighting the other guys yeah so he decides to go into the hospital and <laughs> the first guy he encounters um oh, he sink yeah faucet well oh, oh, we also need to mention sorry i also mean to mention there's one part where one of the guys throws a rock oh yeah yeah they don't even look in the rock's direction they look at him <laughs> they look at him and get immediately annihilated i just love how they literally don't react to the rock no fucks given so yeah so leo fog goes in to the kitchen right there's like a kitchen area <laughs> mind you the guard is facing away from him yes it's not like he's like pacing the room or anything he's sitting down facing away from leo fog yeah so our guy our fucking hero <laughs> turns on the fucking sink so our like guard reacts to it turns around and starts walking in there and he just like he goes wide-eyed, and then Leo Fong just beats him up. He 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 kills like twenty people in this fucking hospital, we including need to... including one guy who he fucking he crushes <laughs> his fucking. Head. He just like cracks like a fucking egg. I was so caught off guard, I could not. I was like, what? Like there's just like, this random act of like ultra violence. <laughs> 
in this movie. And it never happens again. That oh, is God. like the only fucking like even remotely like ultra violent scene. <laughs> there is I mean it wasn't ultra violence, but it did it did kind of break me. There's the random fucking bit early in the movie when there's like four like gangbangers in a car. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't even know what he was doing. But they, they try to steal his fucking hubcaps. Then he walks out and beats them up and like the last guy is like in the driver's seat of the car. <laughs> he's like, like trying to he's like trying to like start the car and get he's away. Trying to get and away. Leo, Leo Fogg just grabs his fucking hair and just like like smashes his face <laughs> in with his fist. And it's just It doesn't show that, but like he punches him so many it just times. Maybe lose my shit because of how casual it was and then But yeah, like he does like a is it cake? Uh, thing yeah. with this guy's face <laughs> and he's even like he just holds like the pose for an extended amount of time and you know he gets to the woman and she freaks out and he just smacks her he just like literally knocks her the fuck out wraps her in a blanket so they they <clears throat> get away and the fucking cult woman so i don't get this scene i don't, I don't at understand. all they don't even so leo fong and company do not even encounter the cult leader no. or karma at all in this scene you just hear gunshots in the background yeah so she for some reason shoots one of her guards that's on the ground for no reason because he's dying i don't know <laughs> i have no idea and then he's like <laughs> sorry um, so the cult leader's like, um, Where what going? was that? And she's like, it was just a dog. And he's like, a dog? You don't hurt, like, anything. What, like, Love and peace, yo. And she, like, aims the, the gun at him while he's giving, like, a sermon. And, like, she's fucking, like, crying. And then it just, just cuts away from that. We never see them again. We never see them ever again. Because the next scene is the, the dad reuniting with his daughter. And then literally our heroes paying people, they pay people and they're like, we done. Leo Fong's like, well, let's go to Vegas. And the receptionist is like, you still got those bounce checks. And he's like, this should cover it. And then and they get to drive. They, they get in the car. And of course, it's a running gag in the movie. So why not? The car doesn't start. And while he's trying to start the car, it literally pulls back for two straight minutes while he's trying to start the car as the credits roll. That's how you end your movie. This movie goes so many places that I was not expecting. There's so many random fucking just throwaway scenes. Yes. It, I, I'll just describe this movie as like it's aimless. There's like they have a general plot and then they just filmed scenes and because threw them in there. It's like they didn't know how to fill the fucking hour and a half with just that well I mean, yeah and that i mean that's fine because it made for the most fucking like it's inner it's so stupid that it's so fun to watch it's comical it's like it's so bad it's good and i know that's an overused term but it, it really no, is it is because especially for this movie where it's not it's not trying to be funny it's not hee-haw but no it, it's but like it's, it's dead serious and that's that's again we've explained this before that's the kind of movies we fucking live for well that's the magic where they, the, the sweet spot. Where they're trying so hard and they think it looks so good and cool. But and the it thing just about does this not. Is it's so lame and the hero is so lame that <laughs> I don't know what they're going for. Well, and they know the what hero. What about the part when he runs the stop sign and almost fucking runs the car off the road? Well, and they, it's weird. Again, I was going to say, because they know the hero's lame. Yeah. They like, they fully lean into it. It's like, what if Dirty Harry, but he's lame? I just, I don't know. They're like, what if Dirty Harry, but like he's fucking actually dirty or like, and like basically doesn't, isn't a good person at all. Yeah. Or like, I mean, hell, there's been a billion fucking movies about like, you know, the, the, the low life private eyes. But even all of those movies, there's always something about those characters where they're still like cool or like a, a redemption arc right because like you, you you have tons of stuff where it's like an alcoholic detective and but they're still like a good he, person and he's a good person but he like he's just down on his luck and no one trusts him and then he has this like shining moment where he finally shows up for someone and is like shows that 
he can change or that he always does the right thing yeah it's like it's there's it's like the classic trope it's been going on since like film noir era and then you get to this and then you get low blow and it's he's just a fucking degenerate piece of shit he can't drive he can't pay his bills (laughs) he can't do anything he doesn't even he he like scams people out of money he fucking like (laughs) Let's go really into it. I mean, he scams people on money. He doesn't talk to anyone with any respect. He fucking, like, he's just a degenerate. It's incredible. He's not a good, like, maybe he's a good person because he saves the daughter, but it's all for money. It's like, but that's the baffling thing is what, like, what emotion we are we supposed to feel for this dude? What I really want to know is why the fuck Karma was even staying with his cult? They weren't doing anything. They don't explain why. What is her angle at all? I wish. I just want just a little bit of an explanation. Just anything. I. I. I don't. I don't care what it was. It was probably stupid anyway. But like, I just wanted something. Who knows? And if there was an explanation, the audio was so bad because it, it just doesn't matter. It's like it's not like they show this cult and they're doing anything like that extreme. They're plowing dirt. They plow dirt. They don't even like. There's no like like murders or. Yeah, they like, don't even kill anybody. They don't. Kill, they don't. They, they don't do. They don't go and annoy people. They don't. They don't harass people. Because usually in these movies, when there's like that cult, you know, there's always that scene where like there's one person who tries to run away and they kill them, right? Or there's that scene, or well, or there's like this buildup of like, oh, okay, it's a good cult, whatever, and and then like you get like a scene where they're doing some really shady shit and like a person dies and they don't care or yeah. like you know they have to kill someone and it's like oh shit this cult isn't good oh not just, it's not what i expected it's not just a bunch of hippies in the fields yeah but this is just a bunch of hippies in the fields they're doing nothing even karma doesn't do anything bad she kills one person in the entire movie at the very end of the movie. you know who kills all the fucking people on like and smashes a guy's head in <laughs> leo fong Leo Fong is a goddamn hero. How dare like you? these guards aren't doing any like they're fucking just defending a cult that does nothing. Literally, <laughs> like literally, they just plow dirt. It's like a fucking pyramid scheme. And they grow fucking asparagus. What do you, it's like a pyramid scheme. Like when you ask, what do you what do you do? Oh well, we uh, peace and love. And... You know, we really support people, and we You're we like, like. But what do you do? Well, we love people, and we build community. But what, but what do you do? What's we're, the business? We're all about family. We surround ourselves with positive-minded people, and we, you know, it's just like literally don't give any explanation. Uh, yeah, that's that's this movie. That's that's this cult in this movie. They, I, I would argue that they are literally doing nothing wrong. I have, you have I have no idea. Like they don't show any scenes of them doing anything remotely wrong. It's not like they strong arm, you know, the the woman into joining. Like there's nothing I, Well, the baffling. only the only scene we see is Karma steals the main the woman's jewelry. But she signs it over. I know. So it's like she gave it to her. So it's like... like, She signed the name on the dotted line. The only bad thing they did was not let that one guy leave. That's it. (laughs) Literally. And they didn't even kill him. They don't even kill him. They just kept him in a little house. With a fucking conveniently placed mattress, Will. And a trash can. And a trash can with convenient uh easy to light paper of course they had a conveniently placed uh mattress because they had to throw leo fong onto it well he's old his bones are broken i know you can't take but that hey, kind of pain you got to appreciate leo fong at least he was actually on screen doing his own hey, stuff there's no body doubles for leo it's not fong. like the fucking stupid ass steven seagal movies where he fucking Just cuts to... <laughs> it shows his reaction and then a stunt double doing all the stunts that a, a, a stunt double who's like one who's like one fourth of the weight doing all the fights no, it, it's it, this is Leo Fong really doing the slowest martial arts moves you've ever seen. By the way, don't worry, we will get to Steven Seagal movies. Trust. Listen, um, um, th- those there is one movie we will get to that <laughs> partially inspired this podcast. Okay? Yeah, it's true. We talk about it literally all the time. Um, we'll so get anyway, we'll get we'll get to that. That's I mean that's way later, but. Unless um, someone wants to pay us a lot of money and we'll do another Uwe Boll style marathon. Yeah, we but could I do don't that. Need that. But I am not doing that pain. I'll tell for you. Free. I'll tell you what. If we get monetized, we will do that. We'll do a marathon. We'll do a marathon. Okay, it'll still be um, every every other episode. Though I'm I'm not mentally 
If you can share this to enough people where we actually get monetized, we will do a marathon of Steven Seagal movies. We will do a marathon of all of Steven Seagal's direct-to-video movies. Yes, every single one. I promise you that. Even if, even when, even the ones where he's in there for five seconds. And that's withstanding. That's like, even if, even if we get, if, if, even if it's a few years down the road, if we get monetized, we will do a marathon of Steven Seagal's straight to video we movies. Will, uh, that is a promise that we make to you. Open that wound. Yes, we will, and we will do it back to back. Kill me. I know. We will do it back to back, but we have to get monetized first. But it's uh, you know, I want to be compensated for my pain. Well, that's what I mean. That's why we have to be compensated. That's why we have to be monetized because. I'm not doing that willingly either. No, that's... um. I would much rather wait every other movie to do that, you know, or like, you know, just wait until they are that release as, year. As they come, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. I would not want to watch them back to back. No, that's... Because uh, that Uwe Boll marathon almost killed me. Yes, that was actually... Um, that was horrendous. I think that... I, 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 I've never felt such a lack. I don't remember the last time I felt such a lack of um, excitement for something. You know what's funny, though? It's like it was such a horrible time watching those movies, but they're some of my favorite episodes that we've done. Well, because looking back on it, the pain is real. (laughs) Well, and you can hear it. And it's even worse because they just kept getting worse. (laughs) I know. And each time you're just like, okay, that one, that, that last one was the worst one. It can't get worse. Nope. Oh, this one's worse. Okay, well, can't get worse than that. Oh, I think this one's worse. My big like point where I was just like, I fucking hate everything is suddenly. I don't know. I think it might have been or, one of those um or rampage two dungeon or... siege, yeah, where you fell asleep <laughs> and then, and then, woke, a, up. And then um, woke up when a dragon was on screen and you fell back asleep. <laughs> I know because. There's not been many. I think that's the only time Will has fully, completely fallen asleep during a movie. That's uh, not not even on this podcast. It's like one of the only times I've In ever general. ever fallen asleep to a movie. A movie that you were supposed to be watching, not just like a movie in the background. Like yeah, well, I mean, like obviously, if I, I've seen the movie before, I fall asleep to yeah. those movies all the time. But like a movie, like I wanted, like I was actively watching because of this podcast yeah all 200 some episodes that's yep. the only one um we're getting Very kind impressive. of off, we're kind of getting kind of off course but anyway that's to say leo fong is better than steven single he is Fight a better um, grandpa fighter he's yes. a b- better grandpa fighter because he actually did it because he really did it and this movie is fucking ridiculous if you're a lizard brain like us you'd probably enjoy it to be honest uh, there is a pretty good uh, copy on YouTube. Yeah. Um, it's by Filmix. The audio's, you know. The audio's pretty terrible, but I think a, that's the movie. I, I don't no, think that is, I don't think that's the uploader. That is a hundred percent the movie. So yeah, Filmix. It's a F I L M I X, and you can go watch Low Blow, nineteen eighty six. I would highly recommend watching this with friends that are as lizard-brained as you. That understand. Um, and keep the libations going, because I think the more intoxicated you get, the funner this movie gets. Yeah, you need uh, you need some beverages to go yes. along with this one. Um, highly entertaining, though. Um, shitty to pretty, you kind of already know. I honestly, if you're new here... We explain this all, all the time. It's about entertainment value. It's about entertainment value. It's not about how good this movie is because every movie, almost every movie on this podcast would get like a one if we were going by how well it's made and how, how like, how, um, you know, how audiences reacted to it. Um, it would, none of these movies score high because they're all B movies, obviously, and they're all, most of them are straight to video and all that shit. So mm-hmm. now entertainment value, I'm, I'm going there. I'm doing it. Oh, no. I think it's... I think it's... <sighs> you know what? I don't want to give it a... I don't want to give it a 10 out of 10, but I, I think... Say, our last I, movie was I think, the actual 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think it was a... Like, I'm going to go a little high on, say, a 9. All right. Because I think if they just had, like, an of just insanely fucking ludicrous ending... Other than just him trying to start the car, 
it probably would have been a 10 out of 10 because i was like this movie i was cackling like it just it's so fucking entertaining that it's and it's so dumb and woefully fucking stupid and aimless that i just had a hell of a time watching it i would i would give it an eight um if i don't even know because the ending like i can't picture this movie ending any other way it's that stupid I mean that's fair. I just I just wish it was more like we say again we say this all the time, but I wish there was just like a really weird showdown between like Karma and Leo Fong or something like that. You know, (laughs) I would have the fact that there's nothing is um, is next level hilarious. So you're gonna give an eight. I'm giving this one an eight. Okay, that's fair. um, I mean, I'm sure some people will be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I mean, I, I give it a nine, um, dude. And I'm going to say, yes, we are serious. This is. Well, I don't know what it just it just reached in and fucking like it was entertaining. What can I say? At, um, for, it's at, an hour and 24 minutes that I was not bored. Yeah, I didn't even look at the time. Like it was just fucking just it's just entertaining. It's just it's so stupid that you just like can't stop watching. It's like a train wreck. You just fucking, yeah. you just have to keep going. And they're so, it's so, such an honest movie because they tried yeah, so uh, hard. There's no pretension here. They tried so hard to make this so cool and failed so miserably. That's what's even more entertaining about it. Yeah. And, you know, they they sprinkle the action in. I mean, a dude wakes up in a pile of puppies. Yes. Like, why? No reason. There's, there's random scenes like that. Like, yeah. He fucking like, puts there, out an ad for a fucking strongman competition, and they fight in a fucking pit of dirt. There's, like, a fight every 10 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, they know they, like I said, it's an hour and 24 minutes. I was not bored. Are the and fight scenes the dumb as shit? Yes. Is the acting terrible? Yes. Yes. Like, everything about this movie shouldn't work, but it's just, it's so entertaining. Is the dialogue stupid? Yes. Is, is half of the movie completely and utterly incomprehensible? Yes. Is the is I would also go as far. Is the movie complete and utter nonsense? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's entertaining. But if you know, you know. Yes. So again, if you're a lizard brain like us, go on YouTube and search this movie. Enjoy. Or find it wherever you do, you know. And hell. And watch him crack that fucking guy's head like <laughs> fucking cake. I I don't know why that happened, but I am glad it did. It was so great we rewinded it because it Yes. Just... I had to I had to witness it again. And I paused it right before he smashes the guy's face in and it looks like a plastic cake. It looks like a cake with a mustache <laughs> on it. It really does. <laughs> a mustache and a bandana. Oh, it's so good. Um yeah, oh, I mean God. that's all I have to say for low blow. I mean it's not gonna win any of our awards but you know it's there and it's entertaining and yeah. it was fun to watch so hey, good job it's better than some movies good job leo fong and good job uh who was the director of the frank harris yeah frank harris you made a better movie you... than uh the two uh twins yes good job um much better yeah much better definitely so i guess yeah for they mostly come out at night this has been will this has been alex And we will talk to you all later. Bye. Happy holidays. Praise. Praise be. Praise be. All right, now we just got to not get monetized so we don't have to watch those fucking movies. Please. (laughs)